factor fiction time. If I plant marigolds, will it really, really get rid of pests, stop nematodes, or help my plants grow? I don't know. Let's talk about it right here on the Backyard Gardens podcast. Minisode. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the backyard gardener, and Batavia, the front yard gardener. One in the country. One in the city. Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening as we learn to grow and grow for change. All right, young Batavia, are you prepared for this one? I am ready. I am, I am ready. I am a fan of marigolds for a couple of reasons, and we'll figure out if it's because they stop pests. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst other claims. Um, yeah. So real quick before we get started, though, if you guys could just share one of our episodes in your social media, that would be great. It just bring more people to the podcast and help us to continue to bring you the most perfect gardening content you have ever heard in your entire lives. It's a little thick, but you know, you get the idea. I thought you were going to go with the most perfect garden experience. Like it's a whole experience. Sure. We can yeah. do that too. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with whatever on this one. <laughs> all right. So uh, first of all, do you plant marigolds in your garden? I do. And I can, I can't remember a time when I didn't. So I am the same. And I can remember a time when I didn't, and it was last year, (laughs) and you can go back to any one of our episodes from last year and hear me complain about how I planted something instead of marigolds, and I hated it. So Mm. there's that. So I can't remember if I go back, um, if I can turn back time. <laughs> oh Lord, here we go. That is a we're like bad three for three with of, you singing too. You know that, right? Yeah, it's a bad cover of "Share" from an old episode of Will and Grace, but it just tickles me. So, anyway, <laughs> so if I think back, I don't know if I, I'm, I'm going to say maybe I bought Miracles because I used to buy them. You know, up until last year, you know, it was the first year I started um, sowing the seeds directly. Or sowing them indoors, I should say. But anywho, I used to buy them, and I think it was just because there it was like a bright color. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of them for cheap, you know. Yep. So it absolutely wasn't for some like logical. Oh, this is going to help you in your garden. It was. I liked flowers, and these flowers were everywhere, as far as in garden centers, and they were pretty cheap. So. So your reason is so much more perfect than mine. Um, <laughs> I started because of the benefits. Mm-hmm. And then the question that really just is starting to irk me now that we're going to talk about this is, did I do it under false pretenses, under false promises and hopes? And, and did I convince myself that at work? That's the other question. Well, if you don't get out of my head, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I've got this website pulled up and I knew, you know, I've always known that marigolds have claims to really deter my whole thing was certain pests Mm -hmm. so i just went with it but there is actually a list and it's a rather long list of the beneficial beneficial benefits of uh, marigolds 
So one of them is it'll stop root knot nematodes, um, deter aphids, uh, deter beetles from melons, enhance the growth of basil, broccoli, cabbage, cucumbers, eggplants, gourds, kale, potatoes, squash, and tomatoes. And but uh, the term enhanced growth is not defined. So there's that. Um, they produce a chemical that repels white fly and repels the cabbage worm that attacks the plants in the cabbage family. So there's that. And there's amongst other things, but that should, that should be enough to get us going. Yeah. So basically my um, garden, because I have problems with a bunch of those pests should be full, completely like overflowing with marigolds then. Cause you know, my, one of my, top pest is the cabbage worm the cabbage moth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so i and i n- almost never oh, i don't want to be that broad in recent years i've not planted uh marigolds with the same plants that suffer from the cabbage moth so maybe mm-hmm. i've just been doing it wrong all of this time oh more than likely you've been doing it wrong i'm just <laughs> you know we're gonna default to that for sure but no, and so, you kind of alluded to something in that that I'm not. I'm going to leave alone for right now. Okay, but there is definitely. So I've heard of the scent that supposed is supposed to deter certain mm-hmm. insects and maybe even certain critters. I know that Which some I people don't smell. I, yeah, I know some people um, don't care for the scent of miracles. They definitely like if you get up close to them, they have a scent, but they don't. It doesn't bother me. Um, I just, it feels like summer to me, you know, it feels like a summer garden. That's, you know, another reason why I've continued to plant them. Um, yeah. They're definitely prettier flowers, you know, if I had to choose, but. Well, and so I agree with pretty flowers and there are some people out there that just hate marigolds, which mm-hmm. to each his own is fine. Um, you know, the, the reason why I started is because I always heard of nematodes and I was like, I don't know what a nematode is, but it sounds terrible. <laughs> and then I started looking it up. And this is way early in my gardening career. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, nematodes are really hard to get rid of, too. Mm-hmm. So why not take this preventative measure and actually plant a marigold? And so when you look that up, there's actually if you have nematodes, if it were to work, you'd have to plant certain types of marigolds. Yeah. Uh, well, I was just going to I was just going to mention just in passing that there are a bunch of different uh, varieties of marigolds. Like in my stores, it's basically this it's like one or two different looks. I don't know the names of them, but it's the one that's basically all yellow and the one that's kind of there's another that's kind of yellow and orange and kind of small dwarf like Mm -hmm. um and so but you know when you start looking at seeds and things it's like a whole world of different types of marigolds so it does make sense that not all of them serve the same purpose yeah right and there's like you have the french marigolds and then i'm gonna say the non-french marigolds and i actually (laughs) saw somebody (laughs) i don't know the correct term for it but there's somebody in your area who grew a giant marigold you you grew those? Yeah, that'd be me. I'm in my the tall area. ones. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, there was somebody the... else in Chicago that did. No. I saw them on social media. Um, I don't so first of all, that. do you two, have two people in Chicago? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Do you have any of those seeds? I do. Well, actually, I should be out there now collecting seeds. I keep on putting it off. But one of the things unrelated to uh, 
Gotcha. Hook me up, One baby. of the things unrelated to um, um, kind of pests, marigolds are pretty hardy. Like, they're not alive. We've had multiple nights uh, and mornings of 20 degree weather, 20 mm-hmm. degrees Fahrenheit. So they're not hardy to that extent. Like, you know, I don't think they're still, there's still blooms on them. Um, but they still can get pretty, pretty cold. Yeah. Like I'd say like right around the freezing mark. Um, they last all season basically until, you know, the freeze kills them. They do. Um, mine are the same way. So let me say this before we go any deeper of all of the pests that it deters, Every year, I get all of those pests. So well, you know, that. so I was thinking about it and, and saying to myself, this was in my head a few minutes ago before we started. I was in there listening, just so you know. Yeah, no, it's 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 kind of foggy in there. Uh, I hope you're able to see your way around. <laughs> um, so, um, like, you know how uh, we look at sacrificial plants like there's mm-hmm. some plants like flowers and things and some even vegetable plants that you basically draw some bad bug to and and it's they just they they're the sacrificial plant versus lamb and so i was thinking to myself like i never see bugs other than like good bugs buzzing around on marigolds right but everything you look up it really talks about repelling them you know which is different right right and so the term you're looking for for that would be trap crop. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. So um, that's that was my technical term for the day. So everybody mm-hmm. take that I'll and put it, it in the bank. Um, yeah, I I've always heard that it deters them completely, but as I've read through, um, you know, I've seen that people think of it as a trap crop. So and that it, and when it comes specifically to white fly, it actually attracts the white fly. So attracts. Um, okay, okay. Attracts. So it's just um, you can if you search it out, white flies are a known pest of marigolds. Mm-hmm. So I've had um, normally once it gets hotter and humid, I end up getting um, white flies on leafy greens mostly. Oh, they're so nasty. I don't know if I've ever seen them. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I always look for them like, it's got to be a white fly, but I can't tell. So, Well, no, they come in. I mean, they run deep. They don't, It's just not one or two coming to the, the garden. Right. Um, yeah. Icky. And so um, apparently they have something to do with Japanese beetles, which again, I've had total run-ins with Japanese beetles every year, um, three years running with Japanese beetle issues. <laughs> So that leads to the question of, does it work? Mm-hmm. And so the theory is you need, yes, it can work. You have to read in between the lines of what I'm saying. Yes, it can work, but you have to plant a plethora of them in order for them to work. You can't just stick a plant in a corner of your bed. You really need to have like a marigold patch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... Um, and I think that's something because, you, you know, we've had our um, issues with companion planting in the past on this show. Yeah. As you very openly rolled your eyes at me when I mm-hmm. said that. So I think that's something that's important to think about, too. Like maybe all of the companion plants are just if you plant enough of them, they become more companions than just one or two of them. 
Yeah. Let that sink in for just like a millisecond. I'm glad this is a mini and I'm glad we're getting closer to the end. I am too. Oh, that just, it it just, it annoys me so, but you're probably spot on. So I, I've over the years and it's not every year, I'll use marigolds as a border. So Mm -hmm. I will plant them like in a row around the border of my garden beds. Mm -hmm. I like the look initially, like especially when things are starting to fill in and they're Mm -hmm. basically the only thing that's really out there shining. Um, But I will say at some point, depending on what you grow, the marigolds, unless they're the giant ones, (laughs) they're going to get swallowed away, right? You won't be able, because they spread too. Even with them spreading, you won't be able to see them because of some other vegetables and things growing in their place. Um, But I I think you've hit, I mean, it makes sense that if there are these sayings about companion planting or marigolds in this case, um, that a single plant won't do. But then the question is, how many is enough? You I'd know. say no less than a hundred. Honey, you're just making up stuff now. I am. I am okay. totally making it up. But <laughs> in the realm of possibilities, I would imagine that it would have to be like a really high number to make a difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a yeah. hundred may be a little high, but I don't think that two or even three will because I I put them in the corners of each of my beds. Mm-hmm. That's like a staple for me. I take a square foot mm-hmm. and I plop them in, and then anywhere I need them. So. Next year, I had before we had even discussed doing this episode, I had already planned to do a bigger patch of them next year, mm-hmm. like really dedicate an area to let them just free seed, self sow, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so that's that. Now, the question is since we've both had experience with them and we both plant them and all that stuff, let's let's go ahead and grade this. Well, wait, before we grade it, let me just gener- generally say, all right, go ahead. We can grade it. I'll come okay, back. Okay. Yeah. Let's grade it. Then we can generally say whatever we want. <laughs> so <laughs> how many shovels of compost would you give this? One being and what, what's my condition? bullshit and five being, of course, I'm going to do this. What are my conditions that, that I believe that miracles are deterring? Pest? Yeah. I'm going to go two. Yeah, I'm with you on two. I think I I can't give it a one because of that. Now, that being said, a five would be like, I'm definitely going to do it. And I'm still definitely going to do it. But it's for other reasons as well. Well, that's the reason why there was a bit of a pause between um, the question and the rating, because I am doing it and I will continue to plant them. And the thing I was going to generally say, which I realized probably made more sense after my rating um, was. I really never have felt like I've observed the benefit that is described on every website you search on for miracles. Like, again, in part, it's, you know, it's one of those things where they may be implying that, well, if you don't see any issues, it's working. (laughs) <laughs> that's such yeah. yeah that's just such uh so it's just bs to me yeah. um and i don't i mean i'm sure there have been garden beds where there i mean there are for sure garden beds where i don't plant them at all but i'm not doing a great job at tracking oh and i've had these issues and oh geez this is a list of you know what marigolds help fight and i didn't plant marigolds there and yada 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 um i just like the flower yeah. Um, I definitely think it does feel like the garden. Um, and I don't really know without some like control study how you can confirm or deny some of these issues. You can't. You can only convince yourself that it works just like I did. 
I will. I'm going to meet you with, uh, in particular, my collard greens next year. I'm going to plant a bunch of marigolds with them because that's one of the uh, plants that I have problems with white flies. And we're going to see. Now, I'm going to probably have to do the the queen um, just because my collars have been getting kind of big. You see that flex? There it is. Flex. <laughs> All right. So, um, look, I may be wrong. But I still believe, even though I know it's not true now. Now I know. I'm still going to plant marigolds. They're going to be in every corner of my bed this year and the next year. And hopefully, a good, dear, sweet friend of mine will send me some of them big ones. And I can grow those. And um, let us know what you think. Let us know if you have had any experience with this or even your feelings about it. I'd be curious to know. But we're going to go ahead and call it fiction right here on the Backyard Gardens podcast. See ya. Oh, wait. (laughs) Batavia's giving me hand signals. My bad. So uh, this is the last mini-sode of 2021. We will be back with these in 2022. That's right. So, yeah. You know, I can't even count up by one. So, you know, never do math in public. But so, um, yeah, we will see you guys on the mini-sodes in 2022 but the regular episodes will carry on Mm. so everybody have a good one see you again hey everybody thanks for checking out the backyard gardens podcast if you like what we're doing and you want to continue to support the podcast head over to our patreon page to sign up you can also make a one-time donation using paypal both of these links are in the description with your support we can continue growing and helping others in their gardens see ya thanks for hanging out with us today if you want to see what we're up to or just stay up to date on all the announcements regarding the show or anything gardening then you can follow us on instagram at backyard gardens tv We love seeing what you guys are doing. So use hashtag BYG podcast in your post and we'll be sharing your gardens with the Backyard Gardens community. And check us out on YouTube at Backyard Gardens where we will post this show, all of our other shows, clips, and then also some gardening tips and just gardening entertainment. And you can see us at our website at BackyardGardensTV.com. But that's it for today's show. So help us as we learn to grow and grow from change. And until next time, we'll catch you guys later. We'll call this one a wrap. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.